Okay, that last section didn't make any fucking sense because it was supposed to be part two of the next fucking episode, but the first ep- the first part of that episode got deleted, so I'm just freaking squeezing that part in. I think I actually just shoved it in the middle of an episode now, so now this part won't make sense. All right. So anyway, um, you know what's funny is by the time I'm broadcasting from an actual mental institution, <laughs> I'll probably be on medication. I'll probably get all this shit sorted out. So bear with me until then. I love you guys. All right. I'm going to press stop with my nose because I'm in a straight jacket. I'm, I'm actually quite convinced that I'm doing like a Shutter Island thing where I'm actually been in a mental institution all the time. Uh, I think, honestly, I don't even mean that as a spoiler because I'm not even sure if that's how that movie goes. But if you haven't seen that movie yet, go fuck yourself, okay? Um, just joking. I, uh, I think it's one of those movies where it's like a surprising twist at the end. You find out that it was uh, Bruce Willis all along. Oh, shit, I gotta go. Anyway, I love you guys, and I hope this works out. Be well. All right, I just talked to one of my, my brothers. I'm really, uh, I'm really pumped up now. I got my fucking, uh, I don't know, second, third, fuck. I got uh, another fucking wind of energy. Like, ready to fucking go again. Uh, I'm going to get some fucking shit from the place. Going to some other place to get some shit. Then I'm going to go to work. And then I'm fucking headed north. To the great fucking beautiful north. Where there's probably fucking snow. But anyway, down here it's absolutely gorgeous. The sun's finally starting to come up. It's fucking beautiful. Absolutely fucking gorgeous. Um, uh, you know, it's just so beautiful I can't stop staring right into that sun. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know, man. I don't know about what's going on in my brain and why it's, uh, I got what you might call like a relaxed brain. Um, anyway, fucking... <laughs> There's something about, like, simple things now that I appreciate more than I ever have in the last few years. Like, just looking at fucking trees. Just looking at leaves and shit. Like, uh... Or just, like, looking at, like, a beautiful bit of water. Or, like, a sunset or a sunrise. It just hits me so much harder than it ever did before. Like, or not harder. I don't, I don't know. Like, it just... I enjoy it so much. Like, every single fucking day I see the sun, I'm so fucking happy to just stop and, like, absorb some of that fucking, uh that sun I just absolutely love it or even when it rains I'm just like oh fuck I just love the feeling of getting fucking rained on or even when it snows I don't know like after a while yeah you get sick of it but it's just so fucking beautiful I don't know I, I just once your brain slows down quite a bit ah oh, for fuck's sakes I go to this fucking Tim Hortons because it's not fucking busy I get over here it's fucking packed um but anyway <laughs> um but yeah, once your brain slows down, it's just like you learn to appreciate fucking things that were always around you all the time, you know? Or even just appreciating people or things in your life. It's just like you you, you just learn to appreciate them even more. I don't know. That's how, uh, that's how I feel, you know? Uh, yeah, I had a bunch of great thoughts while I was in the gym and like ideas of things are, are, are beautiful, clear thoughts. Um, but I lost them all, so uh, I'm sorry. Um, one thing, though, I will say is uh, one absolute great form of finding mental clarity or just absolute peace of mind is to work out, um, like, just to lift as much weights as possible because what happens is 
is all the blood that is normally in your brain racing through thinking or whatever is is going to try to heal your muscles or whatever and um you you just whatever you're stressed out about whatever the fuck else and nothing else matters other than like oh fuck i gotta lift this or oh fuck i gotta recover from this or i gotta put this down safely and every other trouble in your life every other worry or thing that's stressing you it all just fucking vanishes even for just that little short period of time um and that that i just i thoroughly fucking enjoy but another side of it and this isn't something i can speak well on because i'm not i've very rarely ever uh, achieved this it's like it's one thing to push yourself to push yourself and keep going and going there's not that is a great thing but that's only one part of it like and i i don't know i'm not just going to use this as a metaphor because i've actually done this more than once and i'm not proud i'm embarrassed to say it um i've driven in like a big ass work truck um without brakes or brakes that didn't really work and it's fucking terrifying and that's kind of what it's like if you can push yourself really hard and go and go and go but if you can't fucking find if you can't rest like I, i'm not good at resting i'm not good at sleeping i, I can't i'm not good at eating because you to eat you need to be in a state of relaxation because that's a you know that's a weakened state. I can't even fucking piss if I'm too stressed out because I'm just like, that, that puts you in a weakened state. And if you're in like fight, flight fucking mode, you're, you're just, um, you're in like super aggressive mode, then you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't fucking do anything. And that's half the fucking battle right there, you know? You can't, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't matter how hard you work or how hard you fucking go at the gym or whatever in your life. If you can't recover, if you can't go home and go to sleep or even rest or find some sort of... And, like, I don't mean taking a bunch of drugs or, or fucking just wearing yourself out and passing out from fucking exhaustion. I mean, like, actually finding peace. Like, that is fucking a huge, huge factor in everything. So, yeah, I mean, like, I remember... Uh, I was working out harder than I ever worked. I worked. I was working harder than I ever did. I didn't have anywhere to live. Well, I, I did have somewhere to live. I don't want to fucking exaggerate or discredit what I had. Um, I had a place to sleep that was indoors. I was very grateful for that. And uh, But the thing is, I couldn't sleep. I got to be inside at night, but I couldn't fucking sleep. I was just, I just was so, because my mind was in a state, and, and often still is, is it's not a state of uh, comfort. I'm not in a comfortable place. I'm not in a freaking, uh, I feel like I'm in, in danger. I'm in peril. I'm, I'm not, like, I don't feel safe. Um, and I and I mean that in a positive way. Like, I want more. I'm not happy with my situation, so I can't rest until I'm fucking, you know. Well, that... It's, I don't know what alone Yeah, so anyway, I don't know why I'm trying to give someone advice on, or any anyone advice on shit that I'm really bad at. I'm just, I'm just expressing how important it is um, to be able to fucking rest, to find inner peace. Um, one of, one of my uh, many Indian brothers, um, I don't want to call anyone out by name, but uh, he knew, he noticed how stressed I was. And, uh, well, the first thing was, he's like, you don't eat. I'm like, I can't. Like, I, I mean, I, oh, I mean, I, at the point, the time I didn't realize because there's just so many guys that knew didn't eat. You just didn't eat all day. You just worked and worked. You had some smokes and some coffees and fucking that's it. And then you worked and worked and worked. And, um, that's what I thought was normal. But he's like, you're, he's like here. And like his, his wife was, um, actually he was really lucky. He got an arranged marriage and I don't know if his wife would say the same thing, but he's like, I, I, uh, he, he got himself a very, very wonderful wife, or his family got him a very, very wonderful wife, um, and, um, oh my god, her cooking, holy crap, 
I'm like, you lucked out huge. I don't even need to meet this lady, but you lucked out huge. <laughs> the food was phenomenal. and uh, But also, it, it, when someone shares homemade food with you, it's just, it, it, it's like, I don't know. It, it means so much, you know, when someone shares food from like, like, you know, that their family grew and they created themselves. It's just like, that's, that's a huge thing, you know? It's like, uh, you almost feel like part of their family, you know? It's just like, it's, it's, it's really nice. But anyway, what he did was more than just that. He was like, well, I can't stand cigarette smoke, so there's absolutely no smoking in the truck. And I was like, fuck, really? Now, now I couldn't even imagine smoking inside or smoking in a vehicle. I don't, I don't even want to smoke at all, but like, I couldn't even imagine that we all used to just chain smoke inside vehicles and houses. But uh, I'm like, okay, well, it seemed impossible at the time, but I did it for him because whatever, you know, you, you do what you do. And, uh, but then he's like, listen, he's like, this is what you got to do. You're stressed out to fuck. You're a fucking mess. Um, well, he doesn't swear like that. But he's like, um, he's just like, you know, you gotta, well, this is what you do. He's like, find somewhere where you can be at peace. And I'm like, I don't understand. I live in Rexdale. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, I don't care. He's like, walk until you can't hear anyone or see anyone or be around anyone or, or get a bike. I, I don't even know where I got a bicycle, but I got a bicycle and I just rode my bike. And honestly, the life for the life of me, I don't know where I went specifically. Um, but I just, I just followed his instructions. And then he's like, find a place where you can't hear or see anyone. He's like, don't listen to music. Don't bring your phone. Don't, or don't look at your phone. Don't look at anything. Don't even have a cigarette. Don't have a drink. Don't have anything. Just like sit down, relax and put your, uh, and, and just try not to think of anything or at most just think about your breathing. Like take deep, long, slow breaths and then just like feel like the sun on your face, you know, feel like you just, um, and just try to, um, and if, if that's an oxymoron, try to relax. It's, it's silly. Um, but he's like, and, and, and then I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the exact words he used, but he was helping me find inner peace. Not once did he say meditate. Not once did he say anything about spirituality or any other bullshit that would have sent me like, ah, fuck off with your hippie shit. But, um, he just, he, he understood how stressed and, and broken I was and uh, how much of a mess I was. And he was really trying to help. And he did. He did. I actually used to work with him on Mondays and I called him, uh, well, his name was Amon and I called him Amon days. Um, I mean, if you want to find an Indian guy named Amon, good luck. <laughs> I didn't just, uh, I didn't single anyone out. But, um, yeah, the days took over twice as long. Um, and we got paid for a job, so it's like getting paid half pay and double as long. But I wouldn't trade those days for anything because I, I just, I really enjoyed being with the guy, man. We were just, it's a different mentality with guys like that. All right, where the fuck was I? Anyway, I just got my fucking fifth win. I'm fucking more pumped up than ever before, man. I started fucking drinking some fucking coffee, and now I'm ready to fucking go. Anyway, a lot of podcasts I listen to because I'm such a busy guy. I listen to them at fucking 1.3 speed. Now, I'm telling you, some guys you can listen to at 1.3 speed, but some guys are just like, holy fuck, it's so rapid fire. Like, you listen to, like, Bill Burr, like, any fast-talking guys at fucking 1.3 speed. It's like, holy shit, Jesus fucking Christ, hold the fuck down. But a lot of guys, actually, uh, Elon Musk... If you don't know who is, he is Tommy. He's an astronaut. Um, he, <laughs> he fucking. If anyone hasn't watched that video, it's probably the funniest goddamn thing on YouTube. I don't know. I'm a sucker for anyone with that fucking New England accent. Is like the funniest shit in the fucking world. It's like driving on the highway where it's fuck everyone does a hundred and doing fucking sixty kilometers an hour. Get the fuck off the road, Potch. Now, but anyway, there's a video, it's called, what the fuck is it called, The Wallet? Yeah, it's called The Wallet. It's a, 
Get away from me, you cunt. Anyway, um, it's called The Wallet, and it's just about uh, these jerk-off fucking Boston guys, or whatever. They're from somewhere in New England. Who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> it's Tim Dillon and uh, I can't remember who the other guy is. And they're just like, it, 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 they make it seem like this really emotional, <laughs> emotional fucking, uh, like, um, film trailer for, like, their, their father leaves them some fucking money or something, or no, some cryptocurrency, but they're dumb as shit, they just don't understand. <laughs> it's like, Elon Musk invented this new kind of money, this Bitcoin shit, and, uh, you know, dad's got this wallet online, he's like, oh, online, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, who the fuck is Elon Musk? He's like, Tommy. He's an astronaut. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's way fucking funnier than I'm gonna fucking sell it to you. And the other funniest guy on fucking YouTube is another Boston fuck. Uh, this guy Mac M A H K. Uh, I don't know. All I know is he did that fucking if <laughs> if fucking uh, shit. Uh, fuck. The, he's doing like he just inserts himself into like those fucking terrible commercials. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen them before. I would never watch them without him, but you can see what they were before. And they're just like advertising. It's just jerk off fucking companies patting themselves on the back for making their fucking things like, oh, these people are not actors. If they're not actors, what the fuck are they? They're people in a fucking commercial getting paid to say things, to act like, like what the fuck is an actor? Like, this is some philosophical shit here. Like, yeah, maybe they're not professional actors. The only professional actor you got on there is Mac from fucking Boston. But anyway, he calls everybody Patch, and I like that a lot. I feel like I already said that earlier today. Ah, oh, fuck you off. I'm going to fucking repeat myself, Patch. You got a fucking problem with that, you can come fucking see me, okay? Ah, uh, anyway, did I have any fucking point at the, at the beginning of this rant? Give me fucking, like, five seconds to regroup my fucking thoughts, okay? Don't break my fucking balls. Yeah, I was just talking to a guy a while ago, and uh, I was telling him all this all this shit that he told me when we were younger, and like just, you know, the guy just had like a crazy life, like just just absolutely unbelievable the shit this guy went through in his life, and I was just so fucking inspired by it, and I just remembered all this shit that he told me, and then I, I was telling him the other day a, a thing, a family thing or whatever it was, and uh, he's like, I can't believe you remember all that shit. People say this all the time. I can't believe you remember all this shit, and it's like, yeah, well, your brain just stores this fucking, I don't know, I was just like, when I'm like truly moved and inspired by someone, I remember every fucking thing they say, because I learned so much from people, I'm inspired so much by people, especially in those formative younger years, so I mean, like, yeah, of course I fucking remember that shit, Patch, but like, um, anyway, that's why I, I, I don't know if I'm doing a good job or not, I, I fucking, <laughs> even with this broken fucking brain I got, it's all muddled and confused, I'm doing my best to try to pass along that inspiration and, and maybe I don't want to incriminate anyone or, or even myself so much but uh, yeah I just want to share some of these stories or this insight with other people so that they maybe can fucking you know take something from it but like like I was telling some youngsters I was on a fucking uh, I was wasted I don't know where the fuck I was or where I was going but I came across this fucking bunch of youngsters <laughs> I saw some fucking children in the park <laughs> no uh it was like late in the middle of the night and I, there, you know there's some kids drinking I don't know maybe teens early 20s I think they were telling me they were in college or something I don't give a fuck but I was like listen I'm like everything in my mind tells me because I'm a drunk fucking dis disaster um I want to impart some fucking wisdom I don't know why I feel obliged but I'll tell you, my entire life, and, and to this day, I don't know, I still have people fucking talking to me, telling me how life is, and this and that. Now, 
some people can actually, most of the people that can actually help you won't say shit. They just, they, they, they lead by example and they, they won't sit down and fucking, because most of that is, is just jerking off. And you know what? You let people do it because it may, it's to make them feel better. That's what it, you're doing. So you let them do it. You let them tell you shit, even if you know how to do it. Even if you fucking understand like 10,000 times better than them. Sometimes you just got to let someone feel superior. You just got to let someone teach you something. That's, uh, you know, what it is, what it is. But anyway, um, I was like, don't fucking, you don't have to do that for me. I, I'm like, I could tell you every fucking thing. I could tell you how to, all the mistakes I made and how to live my life. But what the fuck good is that going to do for you? I mean, you got to make your own fucking mistakes. Don't listen to some jerk off. I'm fucking wasted, wandering around. I don't even know where the fuck I am. I probably pissed my fucking pants three times. And uh, I'm not done. I'm not going to change my pants because <laughs> I'm fucking leahy wasted. And... Um, What's the, <laughs> I'm like, my point is, is I'm trying to not credit myself. I'm trying to discredit myself. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Not me specifically, but any drunk fucking idiot who's older than you fucking trying to talk down to you and give, tell you how it is. Fuck off. It's fucking, it's just nothing but a jerk off. So I was like, you got to make your own fucking mistakes. So, you know, do your fucking thing. And then they used to tell me about all the drugs and booze and all this shit. Thing. I'm like, that shit will catch up to you. But you don't need me to tell you that. Don't fucking just do whatever the fuck you're doing, man. I mean, like, what do you want me to preach to you? Fuck. Um, you know, you gotta, that's the thing, too, like, with the, any sort of uh, drug abuse or addiction, you gotta hit rock bottom. You have to hit rock bottom. You can't fucking watch someone else hit rock bottom. It's not gonna hit you the same. You gotta fucking bottom out, and then you gotta fucking pick yourself back up. That, that's, the, that's the way it has to go, unfortunately. But I'll tell you, you know, I got some crazy fucking stories, man. You sit in one of those fucking addiction meetings or whatever. Holy shit. You're going to hear some fucking stories. <laughs> oh, man. See, what that did to me, though, is that just made me feel good about who I was. <laughs> I was like, I went in there feeling like a piece of shit to like, wow, I'm doing really well. <laughs> like, that's why... I don't, I don't take enough care in the things I own or I don't really own things, but I mean like anywhere I lived, I don't really care too much because like I'll work in like some fucking places where I'm just like, holy shit, human beings have to live this way. This is absolutely tragic. This is absolutely horrific. I wouldn't leave a, a like, you know, a dog in this place. It's so horrific. Um, and the thing is, is I used to be able to tell those stories and, 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 and be like, yeah, and I didn't do anything about it. But now it's like, if, it, if, if there are kids or animals involved, if adults want to live like fucking slobs and they're mentally, I mean, whatever, that's their own fucking choice. But if there's kids or fucking animals involved, you got to fucking intercede. They're, they're, it sucks and you don't want to be a rat and you don't want to interfere with someone's shit. But kids and animals can't advocate for themselves. And like, that's just a really hard thing you have to face. And that, that, that's, um... Anyway, I don't mean to, I didn't want to go down this dark road. Um, what's it called? Uh, no, but then, and then I would be like, you know, I'd go home and I'd be like, fuck, I got, like, this place is a fucking palace. Wherever I was living, like, this place is fucking amazing. I'm so lucky for everything I have. But then you, you end up, uh, you set the bar too low for yourself, right? And then you're just like, you know, as long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm fucking alive, that's okay. Or as long as I got any sort of shelter over my head. You know, I, I'm okay. If I have anything to fucking eat, anything at all to eat or drink, I'm fine. Like, you know, and, and that's good to know what that feels like. Like, you know, there's all kinds of shit you want. You're never going to have enough. You're never going to stop. It doesn't matter how fucking rich you get. It doesn't matter what it is. You're always going to want more and more and more. But 
and that's fine. No, like, you know, if you get too comfortable, like, I mean, I'm trying to play, I'm, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth here. Um, because what I'm saying is, is if you get, it's great to be in that state where you don't need shit. But at the same time, if you don't want anything, you have no drive, you have no ambition. And you don't have to want material fucking things. Like right now, I don't want any fucking money. I don't fucking have any money, but I mean, if, if I don't fucking give a shit about it. And that's why I'm not that good at business. However, I'm just driving every fucking day to do my best at a lot of fucking things because I, I, I want things, but I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to fucking explain with a, uh, fuck, with more to say with the fucking brain compartments. I mostly just want to be the best version of myself and then, and then, and do like my best for others. That's what I want to fucking do. Like you could ask me what I do for work and I'll tell you, I've done a lot of fucking jobs and what the fucking every single goddamn job I'm doing is I'm just trying to make people fucking happy. Not like a fucking jerk off, yes man, glad, handy, fucking whatever the fuck uh, you want to say. I mean, like like any residential work you do, you're dealing with people. And it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're doing plumbing, electrical, fucking uh, furniture, appliance, fucking uh, automotive, whatever. Um, you're, you're fucking, you go and you make the fucking people happy. That's what you do. That's what that's what the end result is. So it's like whatever you're doing, you just do your best at it. And and, and not just that. I mean, I remember, I don't like, I feel like a jerk off if I fucking brag or I fucking talk about my achievements. Because the thing was, is I was by far not the best at, at, at uh, anything. But I did become the best installer for one fucking big HVAC company. One of the many that I worked for. And that was rough, having to work for so many different ones. But you know what? And they'll tell you you can only work for them or you can't work for the other guys or whatever. But if, if they're not paying your fucking bills, they can't tell you shit. All right? No one can tell you what the fuck you can do. And I was working one guy. He said, oh, you can't say this. You can't say that about the company. I'm like, I can say anything I fucking want. Okay? I work for Heat Right Mechanical. And I don't know if you need to see my paperwork. But I am I, El Presidente. Because I was learning how to speak Spanish. So actually, when they, when they uh, drew up the forms when I was becoming incorporated and making my company, I said, I want to be El Presidente. I don't want to be anything else. <laughs> El Presidente, El Presidente, Ron, Ronzoni, fucking uh, dictator of all fucking operations. Um, anyway, uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, so we ended up becoming, um, and you don't do it alone, you know. I, I was El Presidente, but you know, I didn't. You don't do it alone. Uh, we ended up becoming the best fucking installers for all of this company. And the, the reason was, and like the guy came in, he's like, you have zero issues with your work. We've had to send zero service guys out to fix your fucking shit. Now, that's misleading because the thing is, now, now what he's saying is accurate, but it's not because we don't have mistakes. Every fucking person has mistakes. If you have no mistakes in your work, you're not like, I don't fucking believe you. That's fucking bullshit. Or you're doing like one job a week. We're doing like five to 10 a day. Um, and it was... It was because we just put our cell phone numbers. We gave our personal fucking numbers 24 hours a day to like availability to our fucking customers. And it didn't matter when we put ourselves on call. Our job didn't demand we were on call. But the way we were trained is you were accountable for your shit. You had to go out on your own time and you had to fix your own shit. So if there's a plumbing leak, a gas leak, a fucking whatever, a ventilation issue, whatever the fuck it was, you had to go out in the middle of the night. Or I guess you didn't have to because most of the guys didn't. And they just let the company fucking take care of it. But we did it ourselves. So we we did 100% of all our fucking uh, installs and service and all that shit followed up. And the thing is, is we had more work than we'll ever fucking need. And I always will. 
Um, I'll never run out of work. That's one fucking thing. And uh, you can look at it as a positive. I look at it as the, the universe is going to fuck you. The universe is going to fuck you up. It's going to break you. It's going to do everything it can to balance itself out and destroy you. So, <laughs> that being said, if you... Uh, if you fucking uh, like, if you want to, if you wanted yourself a, a lady, you just all you got to do is try your best to be single, and and, and 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 try your best. And some lady's gonna pop out of nowhere. She's just gonna fucking like fall down out of the woods like a fucking special forces fucking uh, operative, and just be like, fuck you. And and we're in a relationship, and we're getting married, and and you don't have a fucking say about it. If you really want to work every day, all day. The universe is going to work against you. So all you got to do is want, try your best to relax. Try your best to take it easy and just uh, all you want to do is be unemployed. I'm telling you, these fucking employers won't stand for it. They'll fucking know and they'll find you and they'll employ your ass. And, and you'll be working all day every single fucking day of your life. I could work 24 hours a fucking day if I wanted to. I could work more than that. Some, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> no, I have not been able to... Uh, been the, the the fucking laws of time and space yet but um oh shit what the hell was my point i was going pretty hard there and then i started what was i i was just claiming that i could work more than 24 hours a day i gotta stop myself right there i can barely even work 12 hours anymore without fucking going completely loopy no i very rarely put in those fucking long hours anymore what I what I consider a long day now is nothing compared to what, what I used to do, and nothing compared to what a lot of people uh, do. It's like I remember when we'd be working and we get to like the, near the end of the day or into the evening, and uh, my buddy would just be like, "Hey, if you're a Mexican dude, you'd have to go another fucking eight hours or whatever." So just thank your lucky stars you're not Mexican or Chinese or whatever. So you know what I mean? It's just like it doesn't matter how fucking hard you're working. There's almost always going to be someone that's going harder than you. You know, that wakes up before you, that fucking goes, that keeps going harder and longer and whatever. And that's in all aspects, all aspects of life. So, uh, you know, you got to stay hungry. You got to stay fucking forever vigilant. Um, I can't remember if I had a fucking point or where I left it behind. And I'm sorry for um, uh, not getting there. I, uh, I've been trying to write these things out so that I know exactly what point I'm trying to arrive at. But... My notes are just as much of a muddled mess as my fucking brain itself, so uh, I'll do my best, but uh, actually what I'll do is I'll re-listen, I'll make notes to the shit like I started making a point and then I'll, uh, um, and then, yeah, and then when my brain crashes, I'll, I'll, I'll go before the brain crash and then I'll, I'll follow up. I'll, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do this. I'm not going to say I can or I might, I will do this shit. Make my fucking words, all right? Take that to the fucking bank. Mi palabras era mi corazón. Mi fuck, I can't remember. I uh, just as fuck. My brain can crash in any language. Todas <laughs> idiomas. All right. Um, you know what? It's such a beautiful day. I'm late for work. I. Uh, I had a lot of fucking shit that I had to get taken care of, so I'm um, not really too worried. I mean, I don't care. My fucking partner actually gets a lot more done when I'm not with him. It's not so much that... <laughs> it's that I can't stop fucking talking. I don't know if you guys noticed this. So when I'm working with people, I often fucking get distracted just rambling. And then that distracts them. So sometimes I got to take a break and fucking let him fucking do his shit. And, and we got to separate. 
It's like all that bullshit they told us in school about, uh, you know, you gotta separating, gotta keep them separated, like, you know, from people that are distracting you or, or bad influence, whatever. But what I find fucking weird is when you're in school and they think someone's a bad influence, you get separated. Um, and then when you get in trouble when you're older, they lock you all up in a fucking giant fucking building and you're just surrounded. Like, you know, it's like, how the fuck is anyone going to... Like, you can't surround someone by criminals. What the fuck do you think they're going to become? Do they have any fucking other choice, you know? It's just like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe in uh, the victim mentality, but, you know, you see a lot of people that are just surrounded by all this shit, and it's just like, are they ever going to get out of it? Probably not, probably not. But I don't focus on the ones that didn't. I focus on the ones that did, and I don't want to dwell on the guys who couldn't be there to help or try to save, if it, uh, or, you know, I feel like I focus on the ones that you did get to help, you know, and then, and then just try better to going forward. You know, I remember having this one really, uh, really powerful moment with this one gangster guy, this fucking guy I knew. He was taking a fucking bike from a kid. And, like, the thing was, is from an outside perspective, you'd be like, that is so fucked. And I'm just like, but, like, this kid's, his little brother got his bike stolen. And, you know, and, like, I understand where this guy's from somewhat. Like, I'm not saying firsthand, but, like, I, 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 like from an outside perspective, I understand how he grow, grows up. The shit he's had to do since he was a kid. He's a lot more grown up in a lot of ways in ways that he shouldn't be but anyway and then it's also the racial thing you know what i mean like he just sees this like rich white kid um with a bike and he's pissed off that his little brother doesn't have a bike and it's just like man look at this kid he's scared he's crying i'm like is this who you are i don't give a fuck you want to be a criminal or gangster or whatever i'm like you, you, you look at this kid he's fucking terrified man you feel good about taking his bike from him i'm like what the fuck are you doing man like <laughs> This kid didn't, and he's like, well, my little brother got his bike stolen. Like, yeah, but that kid didn't steal it. That kid didn't steal shit. You're just traumatizing some innocent child, man. Like, it's fucking, I mean, I've had every single bike I've ever had stolen. Except for the one I bought. I bought a stolen one from a crackhead. But you know what? I see it as the guy, I knew the guys that were stealing bikes. And not, maybe not the specific ones that, were that stole my bike. But, like, the ones that steal bikes, are those guys are not fucking living good lives. You'll see how these guys are fucking growing up and shit. They're not... Like, you're out stealing bikes, you're probably fucked. Um, and so, you know what? The last time my bike got stolen, I just... I just said... And he got stolen by a crackhead. And I was just like, fuck it. Good for him. You know? It's one less thing for me to have to worry about. Fuck. <laughs> but, um... It is what it is, you know? This is the, this is the life we chose. This is the life we live in. Um... But yeah, then I stole a, I, I bought a stolen bike off a crackhead downtown and the fucking thing fell apart while I was riding it. That's some bad karma right there, man. <laughs> uh, so don't buy stolen bikes and uh, if your bike gets stolen, don't don't get too upset about it. I mean, fucking, if you see the guy doing it, chop his fucking hands off. But I mean, uh, I just mean don't be too upset if you, you know, you gotta replace a bike. And don't steal bikes from little kids. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit, I love you all, and uh, thanks for listening. Oh, man, did I tell you guys this story? You guys, <laughs> you guys gotta hear this story. It's a classic. I think I already told it to you on this thing. Whatever. You know what? If you guys are anything like me, you don't remember shit. 
Uh, God help anyone that's listening to every episode. I, I really, really, you're, you, you're up for sainthood. I tune myself out. I've never even listened to every episode, and I probably never will. Oh, my God. Make sure this shit gets deleted before my kids can become of age. I don't want them to hear me go fucking... I don't want them to uh, know how crazy I am until they're old enough to understand. Anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, oh, yeah, so anyway, I got my first... It wasn't a smartphone, but it was the first phone I ever got that would connect to the Internet. I was always like, I try to stay 5, 10 years behind. This is good advice, actually. Stay 5, 10 years behind. Uh, actually, you don't even need to be so drastic now. But if you stay just a few years behind technology, um, you'll save an absolute fucking fortune. It's so easy to do. Everything you don't know is new to you. It's like I said, like when you ship things back to Nigeria. You, you These things that fucking aren't worth two fucking cents. These 5,000-pound televisions. I remember we used to use ours as a fucking barricade. So that the cops, I mean, the cops are going to get in. If they want to get in, they're going to get in. But it just to slow them down. And then we finally rolled the fucking thing out to the lawn. And I remember these fucking dudes came up <laughs> in the middle of the night. You see this fucking TV. It did not float. It was just, it, they fucking walked like three steps. Like, fuck this shit. And fucking threw it back down on the lawn. They are so pissed. I, I honestly wanted to apologize. I'm surprised there was no lawsuit. We tried to steal this motherfucker's TV. And it, it broke my fucking back. <laughs> Oh, shit. We all know where that TV came from. Actually, the story of how it got there was fucking hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Fucking, oh, whatever. I don't want to get into that because it's uh, it's too, I don't want to name names. It's not an incriminating story. It's about a fucking TV. I fuck if any. (laughs) Ah, shit. What's it called? Where was I? Oh, yeah. So I got this fucking telephone. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I finished saying, like, yeah, yeah, you stay behind technology, you know what I mean? Like, you see a game you want, you just wait a year. It used to be years and years and years. I mean, even if you have to wait a decade, it doesn't matter because you got a backlog. Like, fuck, I just started listening to Bill Burr's podcast 10 years late. Um, But I got 10 years of fucking backlog. I listen to this fucking guy ramble all fucking day, and I don't even get caught up. Actually, the other day, he said how he thinks Bill Cosby's a really great guy. (laughs) He's like, Bill, (laughs) boy, you got a surprise coming. (laughs) Ah, shit. Anyway, um, but like, yeah, with video games and shit, just fucking wait. It's so fucking easy to do, and then you fucking, everything is dirt fucking cheap. Uh, You know what I mean? That's why I, I still had a pager when everyone was getting cell phones. I still had the old shit phone when everyone was getting fucking, uh... Uh, smartphones, and then anyway, so, that, actually, the guy, the guy I first bought my car off, that's a really funny story, but I don't want to get into it, um, the guy had, like, a, I think he had a 12-year-old cell phone, or something like that, I'm like, what, because you got to replace your cell phone every six months, I'm like, what the fuck, so I'm like, I don't know, I don't give a fuck, I don't need to know anything about this car, but I know this guy takes care of his shit, and he really did, he really did, um, anyway, that and fucking firefighters. Firefighters take extremely good care of their trucks because they're fucking firefighters and they love taking care of their trucks. They polish it up. They got nothing else to do. Whoa! <laughs> That's a burn. It's hard to burn firefighters, so you got to hit them below the belt. <laughs> I love those guys. Uh, fuck. I remember one of those fucking douchebags. Like, I love real firefighters. They're really good guys. I really appreciate what they do, man. But all the douchebags, most of them didn't make it. Uh, the Humber fucking college goddamn fire program. Oh, my God. I couldn't stand those fucking jerk-offs. They're acting like they're fucking so goddamn cool with their fancy fire fucking t-shirts. With their sexy fucking black fire t-shirts. Blah. Anyway. <laughs> We're, um... 
No, no, a lot of those guys worked out really hard. You know what? I, I don't give a fuck what you're going to do or what you're even going to, like, you're trying to do or if you are a douche. If you're working out really hard, at least that's something, you know? That, that I respect. Although, yeah, I'm sure these guys are worried about my respect. Actually, I remember uh, <laughs> I fucking emailed everyone at Edge 102 and said, you're not going to get far without the love and respect of Big Ron the Champ. Um, you know what? I, they were so fucking receptive. They were so kind to me, Those all those guys at Edge 102. I, I really love them. They were playing uh, uh, some music from one of my brother's bands. I was very happy, so I just I kept uh, emailing them. And, uh, you know, just spreading the love. You know me. I like to spread the love. I could also spread the hate, but I, I don't prefer to do that. I only do that when I have to. That's why you should always have 20 fucking uh, fake accounts. So if someone fucks you, you get on there and you just fucking start talking shit. It sucks. It's fucking dirty. Don't do it unless you absolutely have to. If a company's absolutely fucking you over, go on and give them like 20 really, really bad reviews. Just, I don't know. I already feel regret saying this. Someone's going to give me 20 bad reviews. Fuck, if I had 20 people listening, holy shit, fuck. That, I don't give a fuck if I was pissing all of everyone off. I just, <laughs> I'd be so, so happy. Anyway, um, oh yeah, I wanted to finish this story real quick because i got to go to fucking work. I'm already fucking like a minute behind, which is like 10 light years in my world. Um... Uh, yeah, so I got this fucking phone and connected to the internet. What do you think I fucking did? You know, long story short, I looked at every single fucking porno site I could think of, right? So anyway, I call up the fucking place, and who answers? I swear to God, this sweetest old grandma in the world. You can just hear crochet needles clicking. You can hear the sound of a kettle boiling, having a little cup of tea. You know what I mean? You can hear like a little grandson bouncing on her knee, you know, at this phone company. I swear to God, they knew exactly what it was about. Because I was calling to contest, like, you know, I, my, my phone bill was like 17 times what it should have been, right? And I couldn't afford it because I was really poor back then. <laughs> I'm also really poor now, but I also used to be. Uh, I reused that uh, Hedberg reference, but who knows if that made it in. Um, obviously, there's nothing on the cutting room floor. Everything goes in. You fucking know that. Everything. It's like, you know, this this podcast is like a fucking a family restaurant. You don't waste a single scrap. Everything's going in here. So anyway, um, yeah, and then I'm like, I'm like, oh, I think I got overcharged. And she's like, well, you're saying, dearie, you see, dearie, the way it works is that every time you go on the site, everything it loads, it loads as a separate site or something. I don't know. She's like trying to explain the internet to me, and I don't even understand it, you know? And um, I still don't, but I also used to not understand. Okay, that's the last time, I swear to God. I used to use that reference, but I also still do. Is that even right? I don't know. But anyway, and then I'm like, I realize, she's like, well, let's see here. Yeah, let's see what site you went on. I'm like, oh, no. No. No, Grandma, no. So I'm just like, oh, crap. And then all you hear is... All you hear is, well, you went on Google, and then you just hear the sound of disappointment. You just hear the sound of a grandma's face just losing its expression. You just hear sadness. I don't know if you know what that sounds like, but I was like, it's okay. It's okay. I'll pay double. I'll pay double. Just let me get off the phone. Please, grandma. Please, please. I'll fucking send, uh, please send me a card with $17.37 at, at my birthday, and we'll call it even. I'm so sorry for ever calling. And she was just like, like, there was just the longest pause. It felt like a lifetime. And then she was like, well, oh, oh, well, you went on all, all kinds of sites. Obviously, she wasn't going to read any of what they were, you know, Captain Stabbing and the like. No, I'm just trying. But anyway, oh my gosh. Oh, I just thought of another story, but it's incriminating to someone who's not me. But anyway, 
right, yeah, if you get, if you frigged up on your phone bill, don't call, because they'll, they'll be like, Grandma, we got another of these porno guys calling, probably like some young guy who's just like, I'm really good at voice acting, hold on, let me get on there, <laughs> what is it, dear, you know, whatever, it is what it is, okay, so there's one for the books, I gotta get into work, I love you all, talk to you later, hugs and kisses. Yeah, so anyway, let me just try to finish this thought. I just had to stop and pick up a couple of buys. And anyway, if you, anyone, any of you guys are out here in the middle of nowhere at uh, Highway 24 and uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it's 2 by 4 Diners, the greatest uh, greatest place you're ever going to go. Lunch or breakfast. Uh, I think they do dinner a couple days a week. I don't know, but uh, they do take out. They, do, they also are supplied by a local bakery. So if you just want to pop in and get a coffee and some baked goods, that's what I usually do. It's out in the middle of nowhere, and honestly, if you're anywhere in the in the southern Ontario region and you just want something to eat, I, I promise you. It, I know I do fake commercials just for a joke. This is real life. Like these guys are really decent people, like really good people. I I'll, this is on my way today, but I will come, drive way the hell out of my way just to come here. I just had some some of my best friends visiting, and uh, we came out here. We had a wonderful breakfast. I, I got uh, I think I uh, ended up getting stung by bees all day. But, um, and, and I, that, my point being is uh, I uh, still had a wonderful day. But anyway, so I just want to finish that thought on uh, having less, having nothing. Oh yeah, the one, and the other thing, everywhere I went, everyone was like, uh, you know, turn out your pockets, give me everything you got. And that just became a part of life. You just, that's just, you know, that was it. You know, some of the places I worked at, they used to search us at the end of the day or, you know, it, it was just, it, it is what it is, right? And, uh, but then, yeah, we saw some cops. <laughs> this is more importantly the cops saw us and then I'm like oh great some cops you know they'll, they'll certainly help us nope what did they say Get, uh, turn out your pockets what do you got show me what's in your bag there and then I'm like yeah I remember I had books because I was a fucking nerd and I always read every t all the time I still try to read but I, I, I you know I just always had books we didn't have cell phones back then so I just always had to carry a book around because you know you get stuck on transit or whatever or you get I miss transit because you get to just sit there while someone else drives and then you get to fucking uh, relax and read a book. And uh, it's really nice. But anyway, I get to now I get to talk shit, which is wonderful too. And you guys can listen to me while you're driving. And uh, yeah, then the, the, like um, my buddy Gord Blank, don't want to single anyone out, <laughs> um, from fucking Petawawa. Is that, uh, is that specific enough? <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of, I know so many gourds up in Petawawa, it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, <laughs> he was just saying, he's like, don't feel so bad about all the car noises, the engine noises, and the fucking uh, <laughs> turning signals, because most people are going to watch your shit while they're driving. And I'm like, oh, I like to imagine everyone sitting around the fire, you know, the fireplace, knitting, and fucking... You know, everyone just just having the the, the wonderful the, the favorite part of their day. You know, like we used to look like you know, we, um, you know, the family used to sit around and listen to the fucking radio together, and uh, <laughs> that's what I imagine. Oh shit. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, so that is a very valuable thing that I learned is to have nothing and then no one can take anything from you. And also, it like I, well, I said, um, financially, morally bankrupt. And if you don't care about anyone. No one can take that from you either. But you know what you end up with? You end up with nothing. That's what you end up with. You have nothing. You know, you never had shit and you won't be shit. You know, you're just you're just sitting there with nothing. <laughs> you got nobody because you can't be close to anyone because you're afraid of getting hurt. 
and then um, you got no house and you got no possessions. Like I, I will never, ever value material possessions because I know how fucking unimportant they are. However, on that note, it's like, it's the quality of your life. If the things actually genuinely add quality to your fucking life and make you happy or whatever, like, um, like my missus, like, you know, shopping for Christmas, it's so fucking easy because she's so happy and just loves everything. She's just so, um, she has so many interests. She's such a multifaceted fucking person. See, the thing is, is, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't need anything. I don't need any material possessions. I can find things that I want. Right now, I want a boxing bag at home, so I have something to hit at home, uh, so I stop breaking my knuckles, and also gloves, because I keep fracturing my fucking knuckles. I've, I've been doing this my whole life. I don't know how, I don't know what to do, man. My One of my buddies, he's an Albanian guy, he's a hardcore dude, he said to punch phone books. A Russian dude told me just to punch the concrete. Um, uh, I don't know why I incorporate race. It just gives you a vague idea where these guys are from. Um, I know a Jamaican guy said they used to use water heaters. And I smashed the fucking shit out of more water heaters than anybody. Um, I love smashing water heaters. I don't, I, I don't know, man. Because the thing is, especially if they give you grief. Um, water heaters is where I made my fucking bones. That's where I really came into my own. I mean, I installed more for free than anyone else. I called my company Tanks for Nothing. Actually, the guy, uh, another guy I worked with, the Red Dragon, he had a way better fucking, uh, he had a way better uh, business. His, he, he, um, he wanted to do water heaters, but he did the tankless, so his was tanks, but no tanks. Tanks, but no tanks. He said everything two times. I loved it. He was fucking hilarious. And actually, a lot of people, he annoyed the shit out of a lot of people. But I would go in my off days, and I didn't have any off days, but I would I would take uh, chunks of the day to go on job sites of just people that I'd networked with, like my fellow co-workers, like the Red Dragon. He had a soft spot for me because I'm a fellow Aryan. <laughs> I'm not at all. I'm a fucking gypsy. Um, I, I can blend in with my fucking Arab bros better than I can with the... These white, white, pasty motherfuckers. <laughs> These light-skinned-ass pink chicken motherfuckers. Um, actually, the funniest was uh, going to a wedding, uh, an African wedding, and a lot of people just thought I worked there because <laughs> I'm just like that one token pasty white guy. The best was getting up to dance because there was no alcohol at this wedding. And then the brothers were like, yo, man, we got to get up and dance as a show of solidarity, man, because our boy, he doesn't want to do this, man, but we got to do it. I'm like... You guys know how white I am. Do I need to remind you? <laughs> you want to see some fucking... And I'm sober. You guys got no drop of alcohol. My flask is empty. I'm sober because I'm just sweating bullets here. Try to eat all your spicy ass crazy... I have no idea what the fuck I ate. I never did with those guys. I would just eat anything because that's another thing I learned growing up, man. When you're hungry, you'll do anything. You'll eat anything if you're hungry enough. All you gotta do is, if just say, just say you're like, I don't like the taste of this, or if someone says that, you gotta drop them off in the fucking woods for a couple days, and uh, and then offer it to them again. Be like, yeah, would you do? does this still taste bad? Like, fuck, you know? Because then after a while, you realize just how, you know. And the other thing is, with the, going in the woods is a very restorative thing. I try to do it quite often. Um, but anyway. Uh, you know, we stress and stress and stress and stress about money and bullshit. Go into the fucking woods, and, and I don't care how long it takes you, but then keep checking your wallet. Keep, or you know, I don't know if you have phone service, take a fucking bank statement out there with you if you have no phone service, and just keep checking that number. 
and then see, uh, after a few days of being in the woods, see how much you give a flying fuck about how much money you have in your wallet and how much, you know what I mean? That's stupid numbers. Those numbers you stress and stress, you know, the debt and the account balances and all that shit. I don't even know, I didn't even know if I had enough money in my account to cover those pies, but I thought that, you know, it would really cheer me up at the end of the day. No matter what this day throws at me, I will have a pie. I don't know which kind, because I, I can't remember which kind the missus likes, but also I'm going to give one to uh, to the, the in-laws, because they, they do so much for me. The least I could do is show up with a pie. They always, every time I see them, and she's like, here, eat this, here, eat this, here, take this, this is for you, here, here you go, here you go. It's all, it's all giving, 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 you know? I don't, I don't ask for anything. I don't have to though. That's my point. I saw my missus asked her to do something and she didn't, she doesn't respond well to that. <laughs> and I'm like, I never ask you to do anything. She's like, what? And I'm like, let me be clear. It's because I don't have to ask. I'm a very, very lucky guy that never has to ask for anything because everything I want and more is already there. But there's a lot out there that you have to, you have to take, you have to go. And I, this is, I'm changing gears now. You can't get too comfortable. This is my biggest problem. I'm talking more to myself than anyone else. And I'm like, I represent like at least uh, 25, 50 to 10% of my, uh, depending on how many uh, listens I get. I, 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 if I listen to this shit, I represent, <laughs> I represent a huge percent of my listenership. So most of this is just for me. I mean, most of the guys I know are, are uh, doing way, way better than me. But preaching really helps, man. Holy fuck, I was just listening to a, a real preacher. And it takes me back, because when, when I was working in Rexdale, there, a lot of guys would set up temples and, and churches in the industrial neighborhoods because they could get a deal and whatever. Whatever reason, who gives a shit? But it, it really helped me, because I get down to the, like, the, the fucking really end of the day where you just can't even fucking hold yourself up and I remember there was this one dude and he was one of those like black creatures that you get from like the the south and shit and they just they just there's so much fucking power and energy in that motherfucker's voice I'm not a religious guy but that fucking guy's voice just inspires me man like I just I don't know I just like I, I can't even remember what he was saying, you know, like usual, like, Jesus is in you, <laughs> you know, like, cast the devil out, <laughs> he's just like giving her, and uh, I just love that energy, you know, and um, I don't know, you, you draw energy from whatever sources you can find, but yeah, like I said, you know, don't get too comfortable and don't settle for less, if you you know you deserve more, you know you, others around you deserve more, you fucking know, you don't, no one else needs to fucking tell you, you don't owe anyone shit, you just need to get it, and uh, that's where I'm at now, I just, I need to, I'm, I've been trying really, really hard, I almost died a while ago, and more importantly, see, the thing is, I've almost died many times, and I didn't value my life too much, um, for a long, lot of reasons, I was always just ready to die. I remember having this speech, uh, just like, okay, fold this flag up in this blanket, make sure it gets back to my family. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know why, it was just important. Well, I was, uh, I, again, I, I forsake all material possessions, but um, my mom's homemade quilts mean a lot. They mean a lot to me. And my mom's always uh, sent me my, uh, my wall hang, my Irish Celtic birds. I don't know what ridiculous percent of Irish blood I have in me, but it just means so much to me, um, that, that Celtic, all that shit, um, the, the, I, I read a lot about, um, um, Celtic, uh, religion, Celtic, the, like, the not working shit, and I, that goes right back into the Norse mythology as well, and, like, how 
they have the religious part of it, but a lot of it is just respecting nature. And I find nature so fucking restorative. I don't want to come across as a fucking hippie, but I also don't give a fuck if I do. Um, I just, I just, I don't know. That, that is, that's one thing I always talk about. Actually, I thought it was funny because my Celtic uh, Irish fucking book or whatever is, I, I passed out in the bathtub reading it, and it was so soaked. <laughs> I mean, I bought all my books secondhand from the thrift store, and uh, but I, I thought, no, you know what? This thing's soaked. It's a fucking Irish book. Every Irish novel should be fucking soaked with fucking whiskey and blood, sweat, tears, and fucking goddamn rainwater. <laughs> you cannot appreciate the, <laughs> the Scottish or Irish or whatever, the British fucking experience without a fucking, you know, without being sopping ass fucking wet. And honestly, I, I channel that. Anytime I'm in the fucking rain, man, people start complaining like, huh? What the fuck? I know some people don't work in the rain, and I get that. <laughs> I remember one time doing a tech with my cousin, and he starts packing. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, it's raining. I'm like, yeah, so? He's like, well, what the fuck did he say? He's a funny guy. He's like, you can fucking work, but I'm, I'm leaving. So it's <laughs> you can stay here and fucking work, but I'm taking all my power tools. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, power tools. You know, we just like, I don't know. I can't remember what we do. Just like set up an umbrella or a tarp or just wrap the shit up. We wouldn't wrap ourselves up, just our power tools, but I remember one guy went up on the roof in a fucking, uh, do a chimney liner in a fucking thunderstorm. My fucking, my, my drill didn't work anymore. I think the guy got struck by lightning, but I remember being so pissed off that my drill was fucked. And then I thought, man, this guy just doesn't know the meaning of quit. He didn't. He just, it didn't matter what the fuck it was. Nothing could stop this guy that I was working with. That guy really inspires me. Unfortunately, he got deported, but uh, I'm doing everything I can to stay in touch and I can't smuggle them back here that fucking ship has sailed literally <laughs> I loathe to use the term literally but oh fuck me whatever oh whoa, whoa. I won't talk about this uh, this, this is all just a joke um, I, again uh, I'm not sure if this person ever really exists because I was like how come no one understands you and I how come I understand you and I don't speak any of the languages you speak um, and we had this special bond and, and you know this guy was just there for me and like a lot of my closest bros I, 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 they do feel like guardian angels or imaginary friends I would create just to cope with reality so it, it bothers me <laughs> when no one else can confirm their existence you know what I mean so I might have been smuggling back my imaginary friend no I never tried to smuggle anybody um, <laughs> uh, I, you know what I smuggled that motherfucker around stowed away in my heart that shit, you gotta, you know, you gotta keep, you, you gotta keep all these people inside you, whether they've fucking been deported, whether they've been killed, whatever it is, you know, you can't let them die twice, that's, uh, that's some fucking thing I heard, it's like, if you don't remember these people, if you don't, you know, it's too painful to think about it for a while, and then, I, but if you don't, if you don't, you let them, you know, I don't want to get all, I keep getting all emotional and shit, I'm actually really fucking happy lately, I'm in such a happy state, um, Anyway, so I don't know if I finished my thought about not having shit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I did. But like, like I said, man. Um... Yeah, I was just gonna regale you guys in the story of the fucking shot that uh, took that ended my boxing career. 
It was one fucking punch, man. It took me right out of the fucking... I'll never stop fighting, metaphorically, <laughs> but I'll never fucking get in a ring. Fuck that. I'll just go hit the fucking heavy bag. I, I wear myself out doing that shit. I don't know if I'll ever come out of retirement and actually try to fight again. Um, like, actually fight like a real fighter. Because that's no fun at all, man. <laughs> One fucking shot that I was... Like, I got back up barely. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a long story. I got to get in this fucking gym and uh, while, I, while I still have any shred of dignity left. <laughs> I love you guys and uh, hopefully I remember this fucking story after. If I don't, it'll be because of this story. Can only you only get so many concussions. <laughs> All right, love you. Talk soon. Guten Morgen, Schweinheit. I don't know what I don't remember what that means. I think it means good morning, you pig, or something. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows what that means? Fuck. I, I tried to record yesterday, but my fucking energy was all off. I was all fucked up. Fucked up. Tired is fine, man, but I was all like, you know, down in the dumps and just like super negative and shit. I ain't trying to bring that kind of negative shit all up in here, aight? Aight? Oh fuck! You know what? I don't know if this 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 might end up. This might be the first or the second. Or, no, there's a few things that did end up on the cutting room floor. I must say, I will fucking eventually probably find it, shove it in somewhere, like the, the outtakes or whatever. There's that uh, that one I was doing all the voices. Oh my god! You know what? That, that's just gonna get better with age, though. What I really gotta find is those tapes that me and uh, me and Gary did when we were little kids. Cause my, that, we were kids. Like my nuts hadn't even dropped, and I was like, Aah! like not that my voice is uh, much less annoying now, but I was like, Aah! and I can't even I can't even hit those notes anymore unless I really squeeze on the fucking testiculars. Holy shit, man! Um, but it's fucking those ones are hilarious. Oh, actually, we kept making them. We started, I think, our first one, we were 12, no, 11 and 12, and then around there. Then we made another one, I think, uh, when we were a little older. Yeah, no, when we were, like, teenagers. Then we made one in our 20s. Anyway, they, actually, I got ones that go even further back than that, too, um, but I'll never find them. There's videos, too, but... Um, I don't know, but the other, the, the one thing is that I never took any fucking pictures for almost my entire life. I just, I never, never did that. I know there's some pictures around, but like, I don't know, fuck. It's like, as much as I hate taking pictures, because like, what the fuck is that, taking pictures? Especially when you gotta pose for a fucking picture. Because you don't get a picture of someone having a good time. What you get is a picture of some people that were having a good time, their good time was interrupted, and then someone started telling them to pose for a fucking picture and pretend to be having a good time! <laughs> and then they do it again, and then they want to do it again! <laughs> then they want to do it again! I don't like the name names, man. 
but my boy Brando, Marlon Brando, no, uh, Brando, man, he took some fucking uh, wedding photos. Phenomenal. I didn't even know he did it. I didn't even have a clue that he was taking pictures. I remember partying with the guy all night, or at least the end of the night, maybe, I guess, he, maybe, you know, but apparently, the guy's a photographer and was taking all these amazing fucking candid photos and um, of just people having a great time at a wedding. Like, those were real pictures. Like, he was like a fucking paparazzo. Like, we couldn't even fucking, uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know he was doing it. So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? Everyone stopped having a good time and pretend to be having a good time and, and, and pose awkwardly and shit. And uh, it wasn't like that at all. It was fucking phenoms. I don't use the term phenoms very, very often. I think that might be the first and hopefully last time I ever do. Anyway, Brando, if you ever hear this, I love you. Thanks for the good work. I wish I could hire you for my, for my wedding, but uh, I don't, I don't have much involvement in that other than, you know, getting married. I don't have much uh, decisions to make. Actually, I'm supposed to go pick out a tux. I'm, well, what I'm going to do is go pick out a fucking tux so that my missus can say, that's no good, I don't like it. And I was like, well, what would you like? Just pick one, and then I'll pick another one. And then she'll say, I don't like that. And then I'll say, oh, that's super. I'll go and pick another one. <laughs> and then 10 fucking tuxedos later, she'll say, oh, why don't you, this is the one I picked. And I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't dare ask, why didn't we just start with that one? No, I'm going to have to edit this out. It sounds like I'm talking shit about the missus and, uh the hell she puts me through this will end up on the cutting room floor i'll release it when i'm fucking divorced <laughs> i'll have lots of time i only see my kids every third weekend of fucking every other month <laughs> i'll be wearing that fucking shitty tuxedo i bought i'm i'm not gonna rent like a chump i bought the thing i wear it every fucking third sunday <laughs> what am i gonna do wear my tracksuit when the kids come over ah oh, shit anyway I'll have lots of time to record that <laughs> I'm gonna need the extra income oh Jesus I'm gonna start selling merch okay guys I don't know if you guys want merch you gotta tell me what you want you gotta fucking prepay I have no fucking uh, income that right now or what do you call that gotta start with some capital <laughs> so if any of my five fans wants a big Ron merch just tell me right now and I'll start fucking sewing it at home myself oh shit my mom and, and my aunt and like other people in my family like master fucking goddamn quilt makers I don't know if that's a title um, but you know you put like a hundred thousand hours into something or I don't even know it's probably over that by now but like um, I don't, I never, I never put the, I won't say I couldn't do it, but I never put the effort into, into learning. Like, I can sew buttons and shit, and I did learn how to sew and use a sewing machine, but I never put in the fucking effort. You know I can't stand when people are like, no, I can't do it, ah! It's like, did you try? No! Okay, well then shut the fuck up. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Sorry if I sound grumperoony. Like, oh, I've been up since 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. I don't know why. Ah, uh, I tried nothing and amount of ideas to get back to sleep so after a while i just said fuck it around 3 3 30 i said i'm going to the fucking gym i'm gonna fucking work out i'm gonna pass out on the treadmill again that's a fun thing to do you fucking get slammed against the wall <laughs> i think i already told this story but yeah it was a lot that happened more than once but uh the last one was really bad and then i pretended to fucking stretch like i could play it off all nonchalantly 
and uh, <laughs> every time I stretch at the fucking treadmill, I always hear Sebastian Maniscalco being like, you don't bring your stretch to the mill, but um, oh, if you guys don't listen to Sebastian Maniscalco, you're fucked, he's one of the funniest guys ever, the first time I put him on, I was like, nah, like, you know those, um, like, you know those comedians, like, like, I love racial humor, it's fucking absolutely hilarious, I love racial stereotypes, like, I love, like, I don't know, like, I love racist humor, I love racial humor, I, I, it's just, it's fucking great, and what I've always found was that racist humor and racist jokes, racial jokes, are so much fucking better, oh shit, I was supposed to go to that gas station, motherfucker, ah, fuck it, whatever, if I run out of gas, I run out of gas, I think I got an extra jerry can in the back, but that's my primo shit. That's for my fucking lawnmower. Ah, shit. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, eh? Oh, no. Actually, I used that in my fucking uh, how-to video. How to make Molotov cocktails. Always use premium. Yeah, no, I got uh, some... No, I got to stop talking about this, man. I think it's funny. <laughs> ah, fuck, man. I'll tell you. Yeah, if you guys need a, you guys need a fucking copy of the Anarchist Cookbook, man. Don't fucking Google it, and don't. No, I'm just joking. No, I, I, um, yeah. No, oh, this one's getting chopped anyway, so I don't give a shit. It's like uh, Larry David used to say every fucking season. He did such a. He caught so much for well, two things. He caught so much flack for the fucking uh, doing a shit job of the fucking wrap up of Seinfeld, the finale, that every season he'd wrap up absolutely phenomenally. And um, every season I thought the show was canceled because everything was so fucking well satisfied and uh, well, uh, you got closure on everything. You know, it was just beautiful. He just did such an amazing job. But he came in with that fucking attitude. And don't let anyone tell you, oh, well, you gotta have a positive spirit and a can-do attitude. <laughs> like the fucking, you put out positive vibes in the universe, man. And that fucking manifests into your dreams. You know what? The path to fucking... You show me someone who's all heart, like that Jay Bruchel fucking douchebag and fucking uh, uh, Million Dollar Baby who gets his ass kicked because he's all positive energy and heart and, like, that's it. <laughs> and then, then the really mean guy just whoops the shit out of him. That's reality. Fucking, uh, I can't remember what that goddamn movie is where you're just like, yeah, you think fucking happy thoughts and everything just goes magically. Fuck off. Like, I'm not saying I don't believe in the value of positive thinking. But let's not oversell the fucking shit. You could be the most positive fucking thinking guy. If you're not going to work hard and fucking be determined and do all this shit. You could, or, contrarily, you could be the most fucking negative goddamn guy in the... F I'm going to park over here. I don't want to be in... I don't want to be around anyone right now. I only want to be around you guys, and I don't want to disturb anyone else. I only want to disturb you guys, and I'm really... I'm going to get really loud once I get this coffee in me. Oh, yeah, so three of my favy guys, three of my favies, um, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, Bill Burr, and uh, I can't remember, there was a third. Oh, Carlin, obviously, fuck. Uh, these are three guys I've just been listening to recently. I got a lot of favies. Um, 
actually with with stand-up comedians we usually go black white black white or black white jew black white jew it's just a way to you know if you're you're not sure uh which guy to put on next it's a good way to uh just just you know break the tie or whatever um i think my faves of all time for comedians are Chappelle, dice clay i just love him man like you know just just his whole fucking personality he's just one of my faves and then fucking uh, louis one of my faves too uh i think he got a bad rap with the whole fucking jerking off thing like who the fuck hasn't done that that seems pretty mild i don't know i guess the the lines have moved and what's acceptable is moved like it's pretty fucking stupid in my opinion again i'm gonna have to cut this because i'm a fence sitter and i don't want to alienate or upset anybody but um, if you if you do have a problem with what I'm saying about how much I, I think Louie got a bad rap, just um, send me a quick message or whatever, and I'll send you a video of me masturbating, and uh, and an apology, like I'll um, or, or in person I'll come to your house and, and, and masturbate in front of you, just just in a way of saying I'm sorry. So um, you know I don't want any bad blood or bad semen in this case, you know. So anyway, oh, so on the topic of those three guys I mentioned, though, Carlin, George Carlin, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, and uh, Bill Burr. It's like, these guys are just tortured souls who are so fucking pissed off and complain. Like, I love to get pissed off and complain, but I wish I could be that entertaining. I wish, Like, these guys, they take all that fucking negative shit in their life and all the shit that pisses them off and bothers them and they just spin it into fucking gold because it's just so fucking amusing it's not just hilarious and funny though it's just like it's relatable and then you don't feel so bad about being pissed off and then you know what i mean it's just like it just ah i i I hope to maybe get to that level someday i don't think i'll ever be able to get on stage and do it i just got too much stage fright and then uh my my go-to to deal with that is to drink, and then by the time I get drunk enough to get the confidence to get up in front of people, I'm a fucking absolute disaster. I'm like piss pants, lady drunk, and just like fucking. It's the same thing with dancing. Like by the time I get drunk enough to dance, I'm like stumbling around fucking like hell. You know, I never gave a shit about not having any rhythm and not being able to dance. I just accepted that as a part of my culture. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it wasn't until I was trying to box and I, I was doing boxing uh, at this gym and the fucking in, uh, instructor comes over he's like what the fuck man like he's like you got you're fucking like you're throwing everyone off here man he's like you got like you got a fucking I don't I can't remember what he said but he's like he's like loosen up your fucking shoulders man he's like you got and he, basically he's just trying to tell me in so many words you got no fucking rhythm you know and it's like like, I can hit hard. I don't like getting hit so much. That kind of sucks. That part's no fun. But, like, uh, yeah, I had no fucking rhythm whatsoever, man. And you're in there with fucking, you know, black dudes and fucking Spanish dudes and Italian dudes. Like, these guys, you know, they, they got rhythm. And, and they, they fucking, they're dancing circles around you and shit. And you're just, like, fucking swinging like a goddamn, you know, like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking Neanderthal. And, uh, I don't know. What are you gonna do? I actually, I was just re- recapping the. Um, oh shit! Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? Hold on one sec, I'll be right back.
So anyway, oh, so on the topic of those three guys I mentioned, though, Carlin, George Carlin, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, and uh, Bill Burr. It's like, these guys are just tortured souls who are so fucking pissed off and complain. Like, I love to get pissed off and complain, but I wish I could be that entertaining. I would, like, these guys, they take all that fucking negative shit in their life and all the shit that pisses them off and bothers them, and they just spin it into fucking gold because it's just so fucking amusing. It's not just hilarious and funny, though. It's just, like, it's relatable, and then you don't feel so bad about being pissed off, and then, you know what I mean? It's just, like, it just... Ah, I, 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 w I hope to maybe get to that level someday. I don't think I'll ever be able to get on stage and do it. I just got too much stage fright, and then uh, my... My go-to to deal with that is to drink, and then by the time I get drunk enough to get the confidence to get up in front of people, I'm a fucking absolute disaster. I'm like piss pants, leahy, drunk, and just like fucking. It's the same thing with dancing. Like by the time I get drunk enough to dance, I'm like stumbling around fucking like hell. You know, I never gave a shit about not having any rhythm and not being able to dance. I just accepted that as a part of my culture. <laughs> But um, it wasn't until I was trying to box and I, I was doing boxing uh, at this gym and the fucking and, and instructor comes over. He's like, what the fuck, man? Like, he's like, you got, you're fucking, like, you're throwing everyone off here, man. He's like, you got, like, you got a fucking, I don't, I can't remember what he said. But he's like, he's like, loosen up your fucking shoulders, man. He's like, you got, and he basically he's just trying to tell me in so many words, you got no fucking rhythm, you know, and it's like, like, I can hit hard. I don't like getting hit so much. That kind of sucks. That part's no fun. But, like, uh, yeah, I had no fucking rhythm whatsoever, man. And you're in there with fucking, you know, black dudes and fucking Spanish dudes and Italian dudes. Like, these guys, you know, they, they got rhythm. And, and they, they fucking, they're dancing circles around you and shit. And you're just, like, fucking swinging like a goddamn, you know, like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking Neanderthal. And, uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? I actually, I was just re recapping the, um, oh shit, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Hold on one second, I'll be right back. Oh yeah, I started talking about Sebastian Maniscalco. He is fucking hilarious. At first I thought he was like one of those black comedians. You know those black comedians that are like... Now, like I said, I love racist humor. I love racial humor. But like I like when it's like actually clever and thoughtful and witty. And um, honestly, I think more racial tension is broken. In my experience, with racial humor and racist humor. Than trying your best to fucking tiptoe around anything racial. You're trying so hard not to offend anyone and watching what you say. That makes people so much more uncomfortable than if you were to just fucking say the most racist shit ever. And believe me, I speak from experience. And I've gotten quite a few ass whoopings. It's a trial and error um, thing. <laughs> but honestly, like, that's... Um, that's one thing I loved in the old days. We'd just all talk shit and say racist shit to each other. And um, and then all of a sudden it didn't fucking matter. You know, no one had to feel oversensitive or whatever. And like, the thing is, is like, you know, it's a fucking joke. Actually, well, not everybody does. One time um, 
we were we were all super racist at work and then this one guy came up to me at this shithole bar and he's like bro what the fuck's going on here and i'm like what hey man like yeah, how's it going whatever and then he's just like what the fuck and he's like starts pointing at some of my non-white friends he's like what the fuck is this i'm like what and he's like what the fuck he's like wait, i don't want to well this isn't even that incriminating he's like he's like what the fuck he's like I, he's like my girlfriend's albanian i barely let her get away with that I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, and I'm like, dude, you're serious about all that shit? I thought we were just joking around, man. Like, I don't mean any of that shit. I fucking, <laughs> the guy was serious. Like, I thought, I thought like about being like racist and like all this bullshit. And it's just like, God, man, the worst neighborhoods I ever lived in were all white fucking trash. If, if that's the only group of people I'm racist against. Well, it's a, it's a two, it's a two-parter. The fucking worst groups in the world, and it's, a, it's split into two, are white people that are either way too rich or way too poor. Basically, white people with too much time in their hands are the most fucking annoying human beings I've ever fucking met. You know, and um, I, I would never want to live amongst those type of folks. Like, if you go to a neighborhood, I don't give a shit where, what part of the planet is. If there's a bunch of white people, rich or really rich or really poor, and they're just standing around fucking gossiping, just keep going. Don't fucking even think about living there. There should be some kind of app that warns you about shit like that. You know, like when they track wolves or they they, uh, they, they put those tracking devices so they know where the wolves are migrating and shit. Like that, but like, yeah, a bunch of clucking fucking hens and shit. Oh, fuck that shit. Anyway, maybe that's just my experience. Maybe other races feel the same about, like, people of their race with too much fucking, uh, to do. Or not enough to do, sorry. Anyway, um, I find if everyone just has work to do or things to do, then everybody just does their fucking thing and doesn't have time to fucking... What it is is, yeah, like, they don't have anything to do. That's the worst, man. That's absolutely the root of almost all fucking crime and all disparity and all problems is people with nothing to fucking do. I remember growing up and like, we all we did was get into trouble because we had nothing to fucking do. We had nowhere to go. Everywhere we went, we were, you know, like, like, get the fuck out of here. You're not supposed to be here. Get the fuck out of here. You're not supposed to be there. You know, when you're like a teenager and shit, everywhere you go, you're a piece of shit. And then you got a lot of friends who go out of their way to be pieces of shit and it's like, Okay, well, you're just fucking... <laughs> it's just like, stop setting things on fire. Stop breaking things. Stop hurting people. And maybe everyone won't think we're pieces of shit. <laughs> or it's always the people that, like... They're, 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 like, stealing all the time. And then they're like, Why the fuck is this security following me around? It's like, maybe because you're stealing. <laughs> like, you fucking moron. Oh, shit. Anyway, I'm uh, losing track. So let me let me gather my thoughts again. I thought Sebastian Maniscalco was just like the Italian version of that. Like just white guys are like this, Italian people are like that. You know, just like the black comedian that's just like, oh, a white man fucking walks like he's got a fucking thing up his ass and a black man knocks his ribs. And it's just like, there's nothing else to it. Like, 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 you know what I mean? It's just, there's no substance. It's just like the dumbest, simplest shit. And the thing is, I hate being a fucking cunt. Like, if someone, the, the best thing I ever heard was um, people were arguing about how you're supposed to drink your whiskey. And one guy was just like, you know what? 
the best whiskey is your favorite whiskey and the best way to drink it is however the fuck you like to drink it and that should be applied to every aspect of your life i love that meme that's like morpheus or whatever from uh um, the matrix where it's just like what if i told you you never had to justify your musical taste to anybody and although that's a joke it's very powerful because like you don't have to justify shit People will always tell you this is right and that's right. And that, like, you know what I mean? If, and if that comedy that I don't like makes someone else laugh, then I can go fuck myself. You know, I'm just saying for me personally. Um, and, you know, if someone doesn't like your music that you like and they wanted you to feel bad, like, they can go fuck themselves. Any fucking music that brings you happiness is great. It's like that saying the customer's always right. A lot of people don't understand what that means. They think, like, a customer's always Most customers are fucking cunts. And they're absolutely wrong. What it what it refers to is taste. If everyone, if all the customers prefer like a certain fucking ta- like you know, and a taste in music, a taste in uh, I don't know food, and taste in fabrics, and taste in whatever the fuck it is. If they like it a certain way, that's the customer is right. And then you go with what the customer wants, rather than just fucking forcing whatever you want onto them. You'll go at a fucking business like that pretty fucking quick. Like what I like is not what everyone else likes. I'm not an average normal fucking person, and. Um, but I understand a lot of what, like, you know, I, I've got a broad, broad sense of what a, a very large group of people do like. And it's like I say, in any fucking job, I worked a lot of fucking jobs. Your main goal is to just make people fucking happy. You know what I mean? Whether you're a fucking, you know, working in a grocery store, a fucking, you're a gas fitter, a plumber, an electrician, you know, a trade guy, or a construction guy, whether you're a fucking hooker, whether you're a fucking drug dealer, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a fucking teacher, you understand that whatever the fuck it is, your, your goal is to make people happy at the end of the day, and at the beginning of the day, for me, the beginning of the day is 2 o'clock in the fucking morning for some fucking reason, but anyway, um, I'm getting off the topic here, I was just trying to finish one thought, something about, oh yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I was just gonna regale you guys in the story of the fucking shot that uh, took that ended my boxing career. It was one fucking punch, man. It took me right out of the fucking. I'll never stop fighting, metaphorically, <laughs> but I'll never fucking get in a ring. Fuck that. I'll just go hit the fucking heavy bag. I, I wear myself out doing that shit. I don't know if I'll ever come out of retirement and actually try to fight again. Um, like actually fight like a real fighter, because that's no fun at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> one fucking shot that I was like I got back up barely <laughs> oh that's a that's a long story I gotta get in this fucking gym and uh, while, I, while I still have any shred of dignity left <laughs> I love you guys and uh, hopefully I remember this fucking story after if I don't it'll be because of this story you can only you only get so many concussions <laughs> All right, love you. Talk soon.